Podcast Network, where the purpose of the podcast, I always say, is to make me money. I say that because we are transparent. I don't want to be disingenuous like Saeed, who uh, won the Kentucky Derby and said, Oh, I'm doing it for the people. No, you're doing it for the stud feeds to make money, right? Uh, as complicated as the world is with COVID and with all the crazy stuff, the stock market going down, we need to be honest with each other, right? We need to be candid because you save time and we can collaborate. Chinese say that uh, communism is better than capitalism because we can't collaborate. We're always uh, competing with each other. I beg to differ. This podcast, we've proven we can collaborate with each other and we're doing great things, right? Supposedly Sharps, uh, people who can make a living doing this, uh, can be at 59%. We started the playoffs at 72%. After a 60% regular season. And over there, uh, Dylan and Chad over there hot with college basketball, which will we uh, bring you as well so we can together make money. So we don't need any stimuluses. Uh, we're not bothered by inflation. I have an MBA securities licenses. So we use decision science, we use business and financial concepts to come out with the outcomes. And man, this is, I believe, the greatest podcast of all time because we're giving you information to put money in your pocket at the same time, have fun watching the games. Now, one business concept that you can't do without is so important, right? Uh, If you're the smartest, toughest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Also be diverse, have an open mind. And diversity is not just race, gender, uh, disability. It's also region and age. So we got two guys who are a lot tougher, a lot smarter than me, and have helped me make money this year. Thank you, guys. We'll go Scott, then Chad, first words. Here we go, round two, <clears throat> trying to build off what we did in round one. So I'm looking forward to this. You know, Hot Zone Effect was great, the little bit that we we were able to do on that. Um, and I'm looking forward to tonight. We're just uh, hammering these games again, so... Absolutely. Went 10 and 3, 72%. That's a huge profit. And um, that's better than what I usually do. So that's listening to Scott and Chad because uh, the playoffs are tougher, right? Usually if you just make profit every week in the playoffs, you're doing well. But this one, we went way above and want to continue to do so. Chad, first words. Uh, man, yeah, I'm just uh... – Excited for this week. I think we're going to really carry over last week into this week. I feel good about that. You know, some of the analysis um, we've already talked about, you know, on the, on the, the pre-show. And, uh, yeah, I think we got a really good grasp on these games and we got some really good analysis for the people. Yeah, so you can make money with us. And 
right now I'm making money as well with the first rounds of the Australian Open. And I got that tips from a, a listener to the podcast. So it's about collaboration. We're all American. We're all in this together. Uh, first game is guys that work out with Chad, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Tennessee Titans. Titans got a little bit more rest. Uh, Cincinnati doesn't have as much depth. And they're going to Tennessee, and they have to sell season tickets. So they need a playoff win for them. Brable, man, what a sharp guy. I don't think he necessarily has the greatest roster in the world, but he has the number one seed. He has a veteran quarterback, great offensive line. Uh, Mike Von Miller, I think Julio Jones is going to be ready for the playoffs. So in this game, I'm actually going to go – let me see what's going on here because I think there's been some movement with the line – Started at two and a half. It's now three and a half. So I'm going to take Tennessee on the money line. By half a point, go Tennessee plus four. Because I think those youthful guys, Burrow and Chase, will make a game of it. But it is going under. Salesman so think short term. Braver won three Super Bowls with the Patriots. And as a head coach, he always has an upset in the playoffs. Uh, he's being Belichick. He's being Danny Reed. I think he has a little bit of an edge here against Zach Taylor and Brian Callahan, his offensive coordinator. Uh, what do you think, Scott? Oh, doing some research on this game and some uh, looking at some against the spread numbers and against the spread lines um, in terms of both teams. Uh, Cincinnati's 5-0 and against the spread the last five. The seven and one against the spread against a team against a, a winning record team, four and one against the spread after a win, and four and one against the spread as underdogs. Having said that, I'm going to go the other way on this. I'm going to go Tennessee, um, get Derrick Henry back, um, getting healthy at the right time. I think he's going to have an effect on the game. He's he hasn't played in a long time. He's going to have the freshest legs in the game. And they're going to lean on him. They're going to lean on him completely. Good reports coming out of practice in terms of no pain, no anything. He's taking contact. He's doing all the things he needs to do in order to um, in order to play on Sunday. So I, I think he's I think he's definitely in. So having said that, I'm going to take Tennessee to go to the championship game. I think they're going to win this game. Uh, I'm not going to take them on the money line, but I'm going to take them, um, and I'm going to go the under on this because I think it's going to be, an, it looks like it's going to be an under game if they lean on Henry. So I'm going to take Tennessee and I'm going to take the under in this. Nice. So we agree on that. We don't talk about the picks before. So we're actually what uh, reality TV was supposed to be completely unscripted. We, uh, take care of this down here. What do you think, Chad? Um, so you guys are in agreement, right, on the under and, and the Titans? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, for my first glance at this game, I, and, and I, all of us looking at it at first, I think we all kind of run the Bengals at first. Um, you know, but, yeah, I mean, re, re, reevaluating it all and looking at it again today and, and talking about, uh, you know, some of the things we talked about, I do think, I mean, the Titans here, um, 
you know, I think they're going to get this one done uh, at home and have, have one more, one more playoff game against the bills. Um, If Derrick Henry is coming back and running the ball, and they're able to, if the Bengals can get get out to a, you know, I could see the side. Um, Bengals have had a good run, but this 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 story is coming to an end here. And then um, photo wise, I'm gonna wait and see where this number goes. Uh, you know, it's I just. I want to do a little bit more research on my total. Um, you know, we'll, we'll give something on a pregame show on my total, my final pick on the total, but just not quite there yet. Um, just because of how hot the Bengals have been offensively, this one just sneaking over the total. Um, you know, I could see this one, you know, being a 28 to 21 type game, Titans winning it, something like that, where it just gets to like 49, um, just, just over, because we're at 47, right? Uh, yeah, 46. Is it 40, 46? I think it says on the spreadsheet. So. so it's it's coming down. I mean, if, yeah. if it keeps if it keeps coming down, um, right. I mean, I might I might like to go 47. over 45, 45 and a half, 45. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where I'm at right now with this game. Yeah. And I think, and too, yeah, I, think I don't think it's going down. I think it's going to go up for no reason, sure. though. I think these are two running teams who want to control the ball. Yeah. So, go ahead. So, I think it's the, the consensus pick is going to be. So, to, to what, what Josh said, too, I think the corporate governance in this game uh, with Zach Taylor, um, I think he, he, we're going to see a little bit more vanilla uh, Bengals this right, week. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, let's go to the second game. Just making sure you guys hear me. We have a technical difficulty. Uh, so the consensus pick is going to be Tennessee. Uh, are you going to do the minus uh, two, Scott, or are you going to do money one? Uh, minus two. Minus two right now. Can you hear me, Scott? Yeah. All right, so we're going to go consensus line, Tennessee, money line, minus two, under 47. Is that good? All right. Second game is going to be your San Francisco 49ers at Green Bay. Uh, Garoppolo has a shoulder strain. Uh, San Francisco made a lot of mistakes last game. Uh, if they would have corrected those mistakes, uh, 
they would have played well enough to beat anybody. But making those mistakes, I don't think they can beat anybody. Uh, so if they make those mistakes again against Green Bay, they're not going to survive. Uh, I believe this is another under game because of the circumstances uh, and the philosophy of the coaches. Both these guys, Coach Randy Reed, they want to control the ball, running. San Francisco made a lot of mistakes. They want to put Demel Samuels back in there. Uh, since they know each other and since there's a lot of familiarities at Green Bay, this is going to be a barn burner, close game. So I'm going to go with the dog here to cover, not necessarily win. And I see this being 23-20. So I'm going San Francisco plus five. Again, I'm going to pound Green Bay in the money line to cover my bases because you win two out of three, you still make money on the game under 47. What do you think, Scott? I'm right there with you on this one. Uh, you know, I'm going through my research today, looking at the internet, you know, listening to some videos on some different things. The last four, uh, the four playoff games in Lambeau Field that kickoff has been under 10 degrees. The average over under total has been 43. It's going to be two degrees at kickoff, supposedly. That's what I heard uh, Saturday as of right now. That leads to the under. If that's the history, that's that's a telling history um, in terms of that. Um, 49ers, I agree, made a lot of mistakes. Um, you know, they're not going to pass the ball well, I don't think, with, with the shoulder stuff. So I think Jimmy G is going to have to run. The, you know, Jimmy G is going to have to get the running game in gear. Um, they're going to they're going to have to run the ball really well. Green Bay's play on all their home games. Every game has been eight points more except for one that's been two points. But I'm still going to take San Francisco here. I still think their defense can give Rodgers some problems, um, you know, in the cold weather. Devontae's going to get his. The running game is the big question mark for Green Bay. Can they get it going? I like San Francisco with the points. I like Green Bay on the money line, and I like the under. So I'm 100% with you, Josh. Nice. We haven't talked about it. We're two for two on the same page. Yep. What do you think, Ed? Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm with you guys here. Can you guys hear me all right? Yeah. Yep. 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 So I'm, I'm with you guys here. I think this is going to be a close game, lower scoring. Um, you know, 49ers are, are going to run the ball, control that clock. You know, as much as Garoppolo's shoulders banged up, those weapons, I mean, Ayuk, Debo, and Kittle I mean, are, are great weapons and great after to catch all three of them. Um, you know, so I, I, I like, I, I really like them plus six here. Um, and I like this the under here too. I don't think this game is going to get, it's going to be lower 40s. Um, you know, we, we, I think we're going to see a lot of run and a lot of uh, time of possession and control the clock from, from San Francisco. I think their defense will have success. Uh, you know, Green Bay statistically, their you know their uh, run defense is, is uh, you know subpar. Um, you know, so I think the 49ers will have some success. And even with Garoppolo's shoulder banged up, uh, you know, with those weapons and how good they are after the catch, you just got to get the ball in their hands uh, to make plays. So. I'm actually going the other way on the money line. I'm going to put 20% of my unit and sprinkle it on uh, San Francisco here on the money line. Ooh, uh, nice. I think, I think they can maybe pull this one out. So. Nice. Uh, that's not a bad bet. It's not a bad bet. Uh, 
So you're going Green Bay in the points, Scott. So am I. Uh, actually, I'm going to San Francisco with the points. Yes, We're all going to San Francisco with the points. Uh, I'm going to withdraw my Green Bay money line. I'm just going to let it go because I like the under really good. So the under is going to at least make me break even for the game. Yeah. I like that a lot. And I withdraw my uh, Green Bay money line bet because Green Bay, I love Marcus uh, Valdez Scantling because he went to my high school, Liquid High, know his dad. So you got to watch your emotions here, right? Never bet your own team. Uh, he listens to the podcast. It's Rodney Adams, also from Lakewood, uh, played for uh, Minnesota. They listen to the podcast, but money. And I like San Francisco as this because if, if they play a complete game and the mistakes they made in Dallas, they're all right. Uh, also, this can come in plus one, which Shanahan loves that anyways. He loves to be able to control it. And then uh, Lance can definitely make three first downs with his legs. Yep. He might necessarily have to throw it for them to do well. They can play a field position game. And in the playoffs, it comes down to details. So Robbie Gold being a better uh, uh, consistent field goal kicker, I think it's going to be uh, a big plus for San Francisco. Yeah, and I think Green Bay's weakness in this game leads right to San Francisco's strength running the ball. Right. Green Bay has trouble stopping the ball, stopping the run, which which means San Francisco will stay in the game a lot longer and hold the ball a lot more than Green Bay. Right. So, hundred percent agree. All right, sounds good. So that's your Saturday, and uh, I'll do a live stream before to see if there's any line changes. Uh, the only thing I can see is maybe that those overs, because people have been betting overs like crazy. That's it. And Scott, you'll be able to make that, right? Yes. Yep. Both days if you're doing both days. So. Yes, we'll do so. Okay. It might do one late, but you know, I can do the one late by myself or whatever. I, okay. The right before the the Sunday night game or the Saturday night game? Uh depending on what happens on the Saturday night game, but definitely on Sunday. Sunday I like going in between games. Yeah, I could be there for Saturday, Sunday between games. Right, cool, cool. Very excited because uh, it's just information, right? Yeah. And God's been solid man, since the draft. Great information you have, Scott. Thank you so much. No problem. No problem. All right. So, L.A. Rams going to Tampa Bay. Always look at the weather. The weather's not going to be a factor. It's going to be nice and cool. No precipitation. Tampa Bay's offensive line is hurt. No God one. I think now it's piling up. The only chance they have is if they get an extraordinary game from Levante David and Devin Wright and uh, Todd Bowles dials up uh, a great game plan. But Stafford being a veteran quarterback in McVay, whatever he throws at him, they should be able to beat it. They played uh, Tampa Bay a while, so they got that. Uh, another barn burn. This is all, all these games are going to be really good this weekend. Uh, because uh, uh, Devin White, Levante David versus Odell Beckham, which I don't think he could do it for a whole season, but for the playoffs, he's very motivated. He's a media guy in a, you know, L.A. This is a big chance in L.A. He's playing good. He's, he's on point. Uh, in the zone blitz, I think Stafford will be able to read it good enough 
Uh, Cam Akers looks really, really good. I think that could be the difference since Bucks uh, running backs are hurt. Brady going to Gronk, that's the only thing he has. So this is the game I think they needed Godwin. Uh, Mike Evans can play, though. So I think it's going to be a barn burner. I think this is the game you see go over as things happen late. Uh, but I like the Rams. I like the Rams to be able to cover plus three over 48. I'm betting it now because I think it's going to go way, way up, especially people listen to the podcast and I'm saying that we're going to go over. Somebody's going to hammer the over, change that line. What do you think, Scott? So I'll give you, I'll give you a stat right before I make my pick that will will solidify who I'm picking and why. Um, so Tampa Bay is 5-2 and two against the spread off the win. They're 0-5 against the spread against the Rams in Tampa Bay. Mm. Okay, over the last five games. Game's going to go over, okay? Over is 5-1 and one in the Rams uh, games when it's gone under the previous game. So that means McVay makes offensive adjustments in between games to make that game go over the next game. Right. It's going to happen again here. If four and the Rams are 4-1 and one against the spread against a top-10 defense, Tampa Bay is a top-10 defense, the Rams are 4-1, and one, so they come to play against really good defenses. The last... 10 games that a Super Bowl champion has played the wild card round, which Tampa did. Those games, those teams are 0 and 10 in the division round. And Brady is 0 and 2 in that spot. Right. This is a this is a Rams win straight up and a Rams win with the points. And the game is going over. I just think the Rams, I think Cam Akers, as you said, gives them another dimension that Tampa Bay is going to have to worry about. The Rams have talent in the receiving core all over the place. The Bucs are completely hurt right now. No Godwin. Right. You know, the Rams are going to put Jalen Ramsey on Mike Evans. And the only place that Brady is going to have any place to go in the passing game with, um, with confidence is Rob Gronkowski. And if the Rams get to him early because of the offensive line issues, Brady will be a shell of himself. So I, I like the Rams in this game. I like the Rams on the money line, and I like the over in this game. You know, I, I love Brady. I never bet against him, but in this situation, you almost have to. You almost have to. And he can't run. He's a statue. They're going to have to get rid of the ball. They are going to score. It's just that uh, the Rams are going to be able to score themselves. And yeah. Sam Darnold and Von Miller. So this is a perfect game for him going against backups. And if Stafford throws – 20 to 25 times if the Rams can run the ball that even puts the Rams in a better position because I think Stafford with less volume is a better quarterback as he showed Monday night so yeah. that's another reason Rams are going to have to go backwards you're going to have to throw through establish the run and I think they'll be able to do that because you know the back end of Tampa Bay is hurt uh what do you think Chad and I'm, I'm with you guys all day here um you know, it's tough to get bet against Tom Brady. You know, a lot of people don't ever want to bet against the GOAT. Uh, but, that man, that 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 defense and that pass rush and that, that D-line for the Rams, uh, you know, with the best offensive linemen out, man, they're – I mean, I just they're going to get pressure. And Tom Brady's not mobile. They're going to struggle to, to get hit deep plays down the field. Um, see, I'm with you guys. I, I'm going Rams money line. I'm not even going to mess around with the points. I'm just going Rams money line. Um, and over the 48 and a half for sure. I think this one's going to go get get into the 50s easily. So 
Nice, nice. So we're nicely in agreement. Uh, as far as props, I like Scotty Miller again and Von Miller again to get over on sacks against backups. And Scotty Miller is going to, uh, he did great on special teams and they need him because Godwin isn't there. And, you know, you got a double Evans. I think Cameron Brady, I think he trusts Cameron Brady. He's done a good job networking with uh, Brady. I just don't think it's enough. So let's go Rams. Uh, then the late game, let's dial up your Buffalo Bills. Uh, they're made for the situation. McDermott knows Reed, coach with Reed. Uh, Buffalo maybe has a better roster. Now they have confidence after beating uh, Bill Belichick. Total's way too high because Dave Law is interviewing other places. He's keeping that simple plus one. And plus one's really undefeated. As long as you have a really good quarterback who can do the RPOs, get the team in the right play, and then be able to run. Uh, Josh Allen's body's held up so far. And this is a revenge game from last year, uh, going down there and getting beat. Uh, they studied this game all summer, and I felt Buffalo's been holding back. But good for them. They're holding back, but they're fine. All right? So I'm going with your Buffalo Bills plus three, Buffalo Bills on the money line, and I'm going to wait for the line to balloon. So we'll be on with Scott half hour before the game, waiting for that balloon line. People betting, you know, having a good time. Uh, weekend staycation or vacation at the sports book, betting those overs, getting it way over 52. Uh, 52 is the key number. It's at 53. And remember, the average score of an NFL game is 45. And the playoffs is usually lower. But if you live in the past, you die in the past. These guys have been playing the spread, no tight ends, no fullbacks in high school and college. So it isn't the same, but the coaches are still the same. So you got Andy Reid, old school, McDermott, old school. This is an under game. D-ball, old school, control it with a running game on the road. So uh, Buffalo plus three, Buffalo money line, Andy under whatever balloons to right now is 54. You can get it at 54 because it is over the key number 52. Average of an NFL game is 45. Playoffs is even lower. What do you think, Scott? So the fact is that they're going against Buffalo, going with Buffalo in this game is Stefan Diggs came out and said that he stood on the field after the championship game last year and watched the celebration because he wants to be part of that celebration right. this year. That's a that's a um, a mind advantage for Buffalo. They saw what Kansas City did last year. Um, they played them earlier. I think they played them earlier this year. Yeah, they did. The Buffalo went into Kansas City and won big. I think they're going to do the same thing this this time. Um, you know, they're 6-2 they're against the spread as underdogs, and they're 6-2 against the spread in Kansas City against the Chiefs. So they play very well in Kansas City. Um, in terms of the over-under, I'm going to take the over in this one. I think it's going to be a higher scoring game. Um, both teams put in the 40s on the board last week. I think they can come close to that again. I don't think they're going to do that again. Um, I think this is going to be one of those let them fly games up and down the field all game long. The best player on the field is going to be Josh Allen by far, and I don't think Kansas City has anything to stop him. So um, so I, I love I love Buffalo in this spot. Um, I'm even taking Buffalo on the money line. I think they, they'll win the game outright. Um, 
And I think the game will go over. I just think Buffalo has has just too much for Kansas City. Kansas City played Pittsburgh last week. That game you got to throw out. There's nothing in that game that you could take. Um, I do think Kelsey's going to have a good game, but I think the best player on the field is Josh Allen, and I think he's going to show out this game. I think Buffalo's on the Super Bowl. I think they're going to make the Super Bowl this year. They're the best team in the AFC. Ross is huge top to bottom is the best in the AFC and they're going to show up against Kansas city and they're going to, they're going to in a revenge factor game in the playoffs, they're going to win it. So that's where I'm going. Right. And the reason I think it's going under is more philosophy more than anything. Each team wants to keep the other off other offense off the field against Magnolo likes to rush for, but pressure on the quarterback. Right. But this guy can run. And he can throw it. He can RPO. He had libs. And when he comes back to the huddle, they're not going to go deep and try to get a deep ball score. They're going to run clock to keep Mahomes on the bench. And then if Mahomes gets the lead, that's what he'll try to do as well. Yeah. Might lose that lead. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, so I'm, I'm with you guys here with the Bills. Uh, I think they're going to come in and do exactly what they did during the regular season. Um, I, I, I like the Bills in the money line here. I think they're going to win this game. Um, and then the total, I'm not ready to break the tie right now. I'm leaning the over, though, with Scott. Uh, I do think this one is, you know, can get over, you know, 31 to 24. You know, that's like 55. That's over by a point. So, you know, 31-28. Uh, I think this one is going to be able to, uh, to get over. I think both teams can get you know, to, to four touchdowns. You know, I see both both these offenses. I mean, they're two best off, two of the best offenses in the NFL. Um, two quarterbacks that are great at, at buying time with their legs. Uh, you know, to make plays downfield, throwing on the run, throwing off platform throws. Um, and I just think there's just you know, like even you know, even in that Super Bowl game last year, uh, you know, we saw Patrick Mahomes just making throws. You know, with all the pressure in the world, just giving guys chances to catch balls still um, with no line because of his mobility. And just uh, So I think both guys' ability to be mobile back there is going to get this game over. That's where I'm leaning right now. Uh, but not, not going to make it a consensus pick yet. All right. So and, the, and the one thing, Josh, in yeah. this game, I don't know if Kansas City is going to be able to run the ball. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is practicing, but we don't know if he's going to play. Darrell Williams had one carry last week and was out because of his toe. Jarek McKinnon was the best running back in the Kansas City backfield, but he didn't run the ball a lot. So I don't know if they're going to run the ball a lot. I think they're going to be throwing the ball a ton. And if Buffalo knows that, Buffalo can just tailor the defense toward, okay, let's make them run and and worry about the pass. So they, they might sit in the zone or they might play a lot of, you know, a lot of – funky defenses that you haven't seen them play all year long to stop Kansas City. So um, so beware of that, too, if you bet in this game, is, is how, how effective is Kansas City going to be running the ball. So, Right. So they're going to do the jet sweep, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 He does is a jet sweep. Do not be surprised if Tyreek gets about four or five carries in this game on jet sweeps because it's, it's highly possible that that happens, too. So. Right. And also uh, – the array can be a ball control offense. Yeah. So I, I see that big time. A lot of ball control uh, with the array, which short passes, uh, especially to a guy like uh, Kelsey. Yep. 
All right, so we got a tie for general break on Friday as we get in depth into the games and we get to the strategy. And uh, we'll break that one tie. Man, I feel good about this fix. Thank you, Jason. He's helping with the spreadsheet now. Uh, and he'll have it all ready to go to track everything. And he's made a lot of money, and that's what we want you to make. Get on this roll with us. We're doing well with college basketball. Uh, we're not the only ones that have high percentage like this, like professionals. We're the only ones willing to share. Last words, Scott, and then Chad. Another, hopefully, another good week for us. Another good um, Take it out. Hope it's yep, not a strategy. Yep. We do a lot of research. Nope. That's, why, that's why I stopped halfway through. <laughs> um, you know, I'm I'm looking at us going another 70% week this week, and I'm looking at us carrying this momentum into to championship weekend. So uh, get to the windows, get those bets in, you know, have some fun, watch the games. Football is coming to, you know, the, the games are drying up, as Jim said last Friday. So, right. uh, so bet those games, enjoy the games. If you miss on one, don't worry, you got another three to go. So, um, yeah. Enjoy it. And the props enjoy. too. Ron Miller. Yeah. Scotty Miller. Yeah, I'll have some props on Saturday before the games um, to give out. Jim, I'm sure we'll have a lot on Friday night to give out. So that'll He's gonna be hot uh, this Friday. Yep. Yep. So that'll be another another set of props that you guys can go to the window with. So final thoughts, Chad. Man, I, I'm feeling really good about these picks so far. Um, you know, I, I feel really confident that you know if you bet the equal amount on each of these games that is worth, you know, out of these, uh, you know, we got four games and eight picks. I just, I think we're going to get over that 52 and a half. And I think we'll get guaranteed to get five out of eight in my mind. And we're going to make some profit there. So I feel good about it. I think we got another profitable week. Yeah, no, I feel that's clinching profit for the playoffs. Yep. All right. So it's not for philanthropy or religion. It's business. When you give, you get 10 times back. So Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Podcast Network. Shit in the world. That's why I'm wearing the shoes and roll my butt, and I can't live with these sometimes.